0: Our podcast find us on all your favorite podcast platforms or watch us on youtube we got sound i hope our sound is doing better than um i hope our sound is doing better than what it was on the intro there <laughs> bit shitty it did seem a bit shitty yeah but you know this is live and we've never done this before so this is what you get let us know um how we fare there fellas if you can hear us give us a shout out should be all right just check the properties here sound check okay sweet nice 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 all right excellent excellent we're here all
1: go all go
0: i think so i think so (laughs) well welcome everybody episode 12 of the talk hub podcast one year since we kicked it off um, and added it to our list of content, that's gone quick. Very quick actually, yeah. I'm surprised we made it this far. <laughs> you and me both, but I thought we'd do something a little bit different
1: this time, yes, do it live. Jeff's been very busy, plugging oh in cords and downloading software and stuff.
0: Trying to learn how to use it yeah. and doing all that thing. So, Hard welcome. welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope you're all enjoying. How many people we got here? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I can't even see. It doesn't really matter. Video checks okay. Look at that. Sound checks okay. Adrian keeping him up on a school night. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. We knew it was going to be a, um, a bit of a hard sell, I guess. But truth be told, um, you, Kurt, you go away tomorrow. Mm. It's school holidays and our wives have dragged us away from the shed um they've told us that you know we've got to spend some time with the family you know probably fair enough to be <laughs> fair <laughs> and um yeah so kurt's going away tomorrow i'm going away on sunday it just so happened that the merch was ready today thankfully massive massive thanks to all you guys who jumped in on the merch yeah yeah thanks heaps um i don't think we've really covered that because it was still the pre-sale was still going last um podcast so it was uh impressive you guys very very well got us around uh, got around us yeah i should say support was really really good super pumped on that so thank you guys every single one of you um couple of lucky ducks they got their gear early because obviously our sample order we had some some leftover gear and i managed to fulfill a couple of orders so we've got some lucky ducks that have already got their hands on theirs um steve curtis he's already in the comments i managed to drop his off today because he lives not far from us he's in the locality that's right and i was packing the orders i thought you know what I'm just going to drop this one off so he got his today in person um everyone else pretty much should have got their tracking numbers bar one fella um but he will get his tracking number later on tonight what's been going on dude
1: not much you've literally just come off off night shift so flat as flat as all buggery (laughs) (laughs) as you can tell yeah yeah other than that not much
0: i'm uh singing a couple of rares tonight it's actually a funny story i went to a local drive through bottle and the fella there he was in a fluster he uh he rocked he told me i rocked up two minutes late to work today man i'm copping and i rocked up like as he got there um got these rares and he goes oh did you know they're on special i was like no man that's just a happy coincidence and he's just like oh payday today might uh might treat myself to some rares. I'm like, would oh, be rude not to, mate. It would be goes, extremely oh. rude. And it's awesome because I've just met this new chick and she's real cool and I'm like, Oh nice man and He goes, Yeah, yeah, I gotta help her like put her bed together tonight and I'm like, Oh yeah and like help her test it out and he goes Oh I never thought of that. How could you not think of I was of like, that? come on, man, structural integrity. Jeez. And he was just like, you're an ideas man. I was like, come on, dude. This bird that he's just met has invited him around to help him, help her put her bed together. Come on. Read the room, bruh." Jeez.
1: <laughs> just spoon feeding him and still not taking it eh? Unbelievable.
0: But anyway, so I've got some rears on special. I've got them in a koozie because, you know. Koozie. Yeah. Yeah. We doing. doing I'll I'll adopt that. Koozie's easier to say than stubby holder. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know it sounds a bit weird, though, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Nah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. YouTube gets a bit weird about it. So, anyway, anyway, what's been going on to all the people in the comments there? Chime in. We got a few, few punters on board. Um, Motorfab. Tirana.
1: Oh, yeah. Just going to hit off the bat.
0: Straight up. Off the bat. That thing has been doing the rounds. And, um, I mean, we were following that build when it first started. And, obviously, the channel went real quiet because the dude got busy. busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who would have
1: thought, like, trying to (laughs) film everything you do (laughs) would hinder any sort of uh, progress? Wild, right? Or efficiency.
0: Yeah. But we've been following him for a while. Obviously, that um, (laughs) sweet twin turbo htu would of his um which that was a that was a wild car mid seven car wasn't it yeah mid seven second yeah it was pretty cool yeah i like the monaro yeah. the junkyard monaro yeah 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 it's like a junkyard car with a junkyard 454 with some marketplace parts and a nitrous kit um put that together to race well he didn't put it together to race farm truck but he did end up using it to race farm truck during the mpk series and i think that's what introduced him to these people um who he's now involved with uh for doing this Tirana. so there was like a mad thrash over the last two months to get that thing together when it was pretty much just a, a chassis with a body draped over it and nothing else for the most part um and now it's all fully together ready for <coughs> pri um, and I th- I'm assuming that he linked up with a few of those dudes when the MPK series was going on and, man, it looks Hollywood. I like Carbon the colour.
1: F- I don't even like blue, but it looks really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's um a take on the, the original sort of blue of an old CLJ, but then I think he's got some metallic and some pearl in it just to make it that little is bit it special. Is paint? It's paint, is it? Yes. Yeah, oh, I, I believe so, yeah. For some nah. reason,
1: I thought it was wrapped. I don't nah, know. No, no,
0: nah, it's painted. Um, and that looks sick. I'm a big fan All oh, of the yeah. carbon fiber, um, the powder coated intercooler piping in the, in, uh, in the interior and stuff. It looks so good. And that thing's gunning for six second quarter passes. Yeah. So that's going to be, you know, uh, um, what's, what's the word for it? That'll be something to contend with for sure. Um,
1: what have you been saying? Not much. Not much. I did see something cool, but I haven't got enough info on it. It's going to bring it up. But well, there was a guy. We are live, some people might be able to tune in. There was a, just a random video I seen the other day of a guy that had, I can't remember what sort of car it was, some sort of a hot rod. It was, it was an American guy. Yeah. And um, he's, he was running his car on hydrogen. It oh was yeah. a supercharged LS. It had like a really nice sort of rotating assembly in it. It was sort of really overbuilt. I'm making like 500 horsepower. On hydrogen, and it sounded exactly like a uh, normal petrol, like it was sounded exactly the same. Yeah, right. zero emissions, an actual, true zero, zero emission deal. Very wow. cool. I'll, I was gonna um, do a bit more research on it and bring it up, but I haven't had time. Yeah, okay, But yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I've got on my mind at this very second. Yeah, it's cooked night shift brain of mine. Yeah, did you keep up to date with um, the drag week stuff? We were both no, kind of
0: I working didn't. while it was no. happening, no, so not at all. Um, I kept an eye on the leaderboard sort of every day. I'd have a quick squiz and, um, shout out to Broomy. He put up a video with some highlights from, um, Mike from WA Racing Developments.
1: Yeah, I did see they had a Nova, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yep, I did Nova see Nova over, over
0: there. Actually, look at that. Broomy's here. Hey, yeah. yeah. How you doing, mate?
1: Hey, yeah, mate.
0: Um, yeah. So, they went over... And they were in the, I think it was a street fighter, small block power out of class. Um, Did well, man. Like, real well. 775, I think, was their average over the week. Came second in their class.
2: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. And, you know, it wasn't without its struggles. Obviously, Drag Week is is pretty punishing on on the gear and the people. Um, So, they had a couple of minor issues along the way. (laughs) But they made it to the end. And coming away with... That's sec- a victory in I itself. I will say, right? yeah. yeah.
1: Coming home with the second place trophy when finishing is... It's pretty cool, isn't it? Like, all the way from little old WA. Yeah. You know, we're like the, you know, the Wild West, just even in this small country. <laughs> so to be on the world stage and doing that well is actually pretty remarkable, really. And it just goes to show the sort of talent that we do have in the country and specifically... Uh, in this state of WA, yeah, we've definitely got a good core group of guys that are very passionate and very knowledgeable and have the go in them to make it happen, Yeah, which is cool. I
0: love the Melbourne street car scene. Um, I love the, the flavour that that adds, you know, the Melbourne street car style and that. But honestly, I reckon WA turns out some of the most aggressive cars, bar none. You know, like when you look at the stuff that say George Saperovich turns out, the stuff that Jeff Johnson gets his hands on, and um, you know Mike Dino himself, he he gets around some really serious cars. There's some amazing workmanship that comes out, and I reckon fella that uh, recently passed Nigel War, he has a stable full of yeah. really tough cars. You know, like yeah. Um, well, the Elite HQ... Elite level stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the HQ that won Red Center Nationals the year that we went. You know, there's there's some amazing cars that comes out of Perth. Yeah. So hats off to those guys for going to the States and putting it sort of on the world stage for everyone to see. I don't think there were any other Aussies that um, joined the procession this year. Usually you'll see, like, Benny's Custom Works and, um, you know, the, those sorts of dudes. And the other um, Ben fella with the Fox body and whatever. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they were um part of it this year but yeah it was um it was interesting watching the the highlight reels and thanks to brimi for bringing it to us and thanks to you know kev and Ma- mike and all that for um filming while you're over there and getting the the footage to us yeah it was wicked
1: yeah definitely yeah
0: it was very rad. good um probably not something that i want to harp about too long but power crews our cruise queensland happened between our last podcast and now looks like it was a ripper turnout um obviously heavily overshadowed by one single event um where unfortunately someone's passed away um what do you reckon i don't understand i when i first saw the video that it was sent to me i wasn't sure what i was looking at i wasn't sure if it was a wheel that had come off the car or like a bag or whatever um then to find out that someone's been ejected from the car how does that happen i mean if you've that thing was obviously putting down some power and it had a big tire on it you'd think that it would have had harnesses
1: yeah oh how it happened, Yeah. It's neither here nor there Neither here nor there But the thing I got out of it Is just a reminder Absolutely Of how how, um, Serious just Speed is Because you don't realise You never realise How fast you're going Until you're Sort of out of control Or at least You know You get split seconds Of where you go Damn that was that was a bit scary I and it's not a little moment.
0: And it's not even if you've got good ground speed at the time of incident, but if you've got an acceleration rate behind you, then that deceleration yeah. then has to act upon that force and then that becomes exponentially greater.
1: Yeah, yeah we've seen it <clears throat> I've seen it a few times over the years, cars going Getting upside loose. down at different events, Gazanats and Collie and yep. I think it was at um Barbagello one year, I think the Tirana rolled there as well. So Mm. It, yeah I remember that It can that easily one. happen Especially when you hit the grass and stuff
0: Yeah I remember watching that LH at um, Collie It was a uh, Gazanat's event where Yeah he that was parked.
1: I think it was Wild LH wasn't it?
0: Might have been yeah And he ended up parked on like a water barrier I mm-hmm. was just like Ooh. yeah.
1: No it's just a reminder really to um, That yeah shit can happen Shit can and does happen And it always happens at the worst time Yeah So yeah, that's all it was for me It was just a stark reminder And it just yeah Sort of kind of wrecked my afternoon after see, sort of seeing that, you know. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just, it's not good. No, no. Yeah. Does it make you worried for an event like
0: Power Cruise, not necessarily for, for someone crashing into your car, but just does it, because obviously you say it put it to the front of your mind, does it make you worried like, shit, that could happen to me? <clears throat> no,
1: nah, not really. No. Nah. Because a- anyone would know when you're driving you sort of think you're in control you know so i don't know i don't think i would get like that but yeah you never know really i guess it's just a reminder it's probably just something to as you get older these things get more prevalent in the front of your mind really yeah 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 Yeah, the main thing i get concerned about if i went to one of those events would be just someone crashing into me i found because i don't really like the way a lot of people drive (laughs) around other people's cars yeah like yeah
0: i found that having kids totally changed my outlook on just about everything you know like and it's something that was totally unexpected for me yeah um for that to happen but yeah like that changed my outlook on all kinds of situations and it's just like you definitely take the more um conservative approach now yeah that's a part
1: of just getting a little older i think yeah. even though we're, st- we're not old yet, yeah but getting older because yeah. you don't bounce back as much either, even when you ride bikes or do whatever. No. You're like, yeah, if, look, if I fall, i got to go to work. <laughs> I get sore just getting my ass out of bed some mornings. Yeah.
0: So. And it's funny because like now our kids are getting to the age where like they're starting to ride dirt bikes. So we're thinking like, oh, maybe we'd get another dirt squirter again. But then it's like you check your sick leave. Mm. <laughs> like, check
1: your insurance cover. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <coughs> you're like, can I really yeah. afford to break my collarbone? again again <laughs> yeah i haven't this isn't a wood table fuck yeah but you're yeah. done <laughs> i haven't um broken it i've fractured my neck on a quad when i was that's uh, what you get for riding quads exactly yeah yeah <laughs> well i was on a farm and it was on yeah, it was on the farm quad so you could
1: probably uh give me a leave of absence there mm. but yeah yeah no. so but yeah. other than that it looked like a really good event i yes. think queensland one always probably looks the best Probably one of the better setups. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I so. heard um, roll racing that was on in Perth this past week. That was really good as well.
0: Yeah, I saw Rob Rand's um, post on Facebook. Shout out Rob Rand. He said he was the only five litre there. Caden reckons we not old yet. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, was um, was really he reckons he's the only five litre there, but he said it was a really good turnout and a lot of fun. Like everyone was chill, everyone was, you know, good to. Mm. To get around, and um, I would love to do it. The problem for us is that it's so far away, mm. Barbagello. Because if you're not sure of the the geography, I guess, or um, well it's called Carco Raceway now. It's not Barbagello's, but um, oh, really? Yeah, there yeah. Got go. a new major sponsor. Um, Carco Raceway is in Wanneroo, which is like the far northern end of Perth. Um, we are the Motorplex is on the other end of Perth. It's like on the far south end so we're about an hour and 20-ish hour and a half let's say an hour and a half from the motorplex um or thereabouts but then to get from the
1: motorplex to carco raceway is what probably nearly another hour oh easy i I reckon last time i went there it was the traffic was ridiculous so it took like i think it took nearly two hours because we just like stopped yeah that freeway is it, it just joke. seems like it's going to be like a fucking two-decade project to just add an extra <laughs> lane in. It's ridiculous. And by the
0: time that lane is added, then they need to add another two more because yeah. exponential growth. Yeah. Of I hate going up there oh, with, yeah. with, with a passion. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, by the time you're up there and you do the racing and whatever, getting home, it's a late one. It yeah. is a real late one. It'd be good if you live north... In North Perth, you could sort of go there, do the race, come home. It'd be a good night out, but it's just even just anywhere in Perth, really. Probably, yeah. That's just an extended uh, extended thing for us. Yeah. West Coast Nationals was another one. Speaking of the Motorplex, that happened um, not long ago. That was the debut for Aiden Stampali as, wow. I say the debut, it debuted at uh, Summonats with the borrowed blown LS combo, but this was the debut with the engine that it was supposed to have for Summonats with the R5P7. I haven't even seen any
1: videos of it yet.
0: I saw a couple of videos of it power skidding. Um, We were obviously working, so we didn't get there. A lot of people asked us if we were going, but uh, couldn't make it. But I saw a couple of videos of it power skidding um, down the quarter mile, and the RPM it holds. Holy. Yeah. That thing that thing is wild. It's uh yeah, definitely not for the faint of heart, I don't think. No. No. Uh, he's got that thing sitting so low, it looks so good. Yeah. What have we got here? I thought I was getting a message from someone saying that your stream had stopped. But no.
1: It's all good. We're still good. Are we still good? Seems like the chat's gone a bit quiet. Cranked customs and fabrications. Been with us since day dot. Thanks, mate.
0: Hey, thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you.
1: Um, what else have we got there? Um, the broomie was just mentioned, which was a really good point. Uh, dragway at the Bend. Oh, how yes. good does that look? I've seen some seen some um, f- pictures and stuff of that. Looks yeah. really good. They all look like a bit like look like the Motorplex, don't they? Well, look, I think it's the same guy, like the same person or people are designing they're like they design tracks all over the world well look if it ain't broke anyway if it ain't
0: broke don't fix it like the motorplex is perth motorplex is a world-class facility western sydney is it still called that western sydney international dragway that's basically built on the same blueprint just mirrored yeah. Um. And the bend looks a little bit different. Like yeah. the
1: burnout pad and stuff looks a bit different. But yeah, overall, it's the cl- like it looks like it's it looks more like Sydney's than it does ours.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But um. And I think also I could. I'm not sure if I'm right or not, but I think the burnout pads on one side, but the return rows on the other. Yeah. Is okay. that right? Yeah. I yeah. think it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Which is yeah. a good idea.
0: Yeah. Oh man. to just looks sick it looks and it's obviously fresh and nice and there's already people running fast times cuz it's a brand new track and they've got fresh prep and they would have brought you know all the good prep guys over there to to get it going yeah but um i would love to get to adelaide yeah and not and only it's close
1: too it's the closest like <laughs> closest for us. for us yeah and it's
0: still not close
1: <laughs> <laughs> still a long fucking way away yeah that is true <laughs> but
0: it is closer um yeah. And I wonder how close it is in proximity to like the bend racetrack. I'm assuming it's like in the same um like plot of land. Like I wonder sheer distance, like if you were to go from the like the circuit to the drag strip. Mm-hmm. How like how far are we talking? Yeah. I'm yeah. assuming it'd maybe be we not. So close. We could have researched that. Or we could bring we probably up Google could've. Maps or something. Mate, if I had half a second to scratch my ass, I probably would have chosen to scratch my ass yeah. instead of research that because I literally haven't had It's always top. a good option.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it would be awesome because they've got like a hotel there. They got like...
1: On the track in the middle, is it? Or I think so, Like yeah. the one in New Zealand that they do as well. I think they've got that at the one of the New Zealand circuits. Yeah, right? I think.
0: Yeah. How cool would that be? Just like book a room with a nice hotel room with a warm shower. That's the way that you'd
1: want to do it, eh? <sighs> not, not necessarily. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> It'd be a good way to get the missus on board, though. Oh, yeah. True, 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 true.
0: It's uh, It can be a hard sell saying that you're going to be swagging it or whatever. Just trying to... I don't know if this chat thing's working. I'm trying to keep an eye on the chat in this window. I've got like a separate screen going. Oh, yeah, here we go. Holy moly. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep, yep. The video and the audio are a bit out of sync. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it getting better? Hopefully it's getting
1: better. That I can't handle that when it does that, eh? Yeah? Yeah. Like an old Japanese, like... Like Kung Pao. movie or something, eh? <laughs> Is <it> Kung
2: Pao. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just need to drink more and it gets better. There you go. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, what else have we got? When I became a parent, I lost 0.4 of a second at Collier Motorplex. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. I wonder what co- What, can you put
1: it back? S- Try and put it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't work. Imagine that. Just
0: gain a half second by giving your kid back.
1: How's the cheek on him, though? Blame the kid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, that's a new excuse. <laughs> It wasn't because it was down on compression. It wasn't because the the suspension setup was all fucked. It's because he had a kid. Yeah. I'm I'm all for that. Okay, so the bend circuit to the strip is a two-minute drive. So it's not like walking, but it's pretty close. Thanks for that, uh, Ricky. Ricky was the first one in on the merch drop. Did you see that? It was oh, like when no. we put the video out and we announced that the pre-orders were open, he was in there. He was like, bam. He's been waiting the longest for his shirt um, than anyone. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, this isn't too annoying. You know, the video and the audio out of sync. It'll be fine for those if you are listening on Spotify after the fact because I will download this. And it will be available on your podcast platforms after. Won't probably won't be the most exciting uh, podcast to listen to because we're kind of
1: it's bouncing off this thing. Yeah,
0: it's a bit weird being live, <laughs> but it will be the thing. Uh, so the hotel at the band is on Pit Street. You can book a room for a roll racing night. That'd be sick. Yeah, it would be sick. Because you know,
1: as roll racing's definitely sort of um, gaining a lot of traction now. Hey? Mm. Yeah, is that a pun? There's almost a pun there, right? Uh, but yeah, I was, like, I was I was waiting for you. To nah, well it wasn't really. It was just accidental. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely getting bigger. I especially noticed like in the obviously the cars that usually reign supreme, the GDR stuff and the Evo stuff. Like, yep. you know, you've got the um, where do they mainly do it? Sydney, isn't it? Sydney Motorsport. Yep. That's where the big ones are and the guys from bloody Melbourne, like, you know, they've got the good rivalry there. That's what you need. You know, yeah. you've got your your Matuk versus your CRDs or whatever, you know, whichever big shops and it's really cool. Getting after it. Yeah.
0: And then Gup does his, like, Street Outlaws um, drag stock, like, you know, yep. no prep, um, same thing at Sydney Motorsports Park. That's pretty cool. they got a massive straight there. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it?
1: It's <laughs> almost f- too long, eh? Almost.
0: But if we had that so- similar sort of setup. up... Um, say at Carco Raceway that'd be a prime option you could go book a room for the roll racing night and then come home the next morning yeah definitely if you didn't have work the next day or yeah, something yeah 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 that'd be sick because there's really not well there's not really any accommodation options close by either yeah Unless you've got to head
1: back towards the city, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But then even then, like...
1: And even that'll be a pain in the ass. Imagine like if got you're a taking car a car trailer
0: and, <coughs> and shit, you yeah. know? Like, not everyone's going to be brave enough to drive their car there, roll race it and drive it home because, mm. you know, the obvious. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be a prime option. Uh, Jamboree, 4th of November at the Bend. That's good. That's good to hear that they're already... Signing up some you know big events yep. early in the piece I know they wanted to be ready for the no prep kings thing but it was yeah like well f- yeah next, yeah next year if Just they come
1: I wonder how how much of a success it was for the pilgrim well
0: I guess they don't know yet because it hasn't aired here or I don't know if it's aired in the states or whatever yeah um yeah It'd, well obviously it's going to have to make money if they want to come back yeah well I do see the potential for it to make money
1: people will watch it won't they it's not yeah. like they're not gonna watch it no it's just whether more people watch it and how much it costs them yeah I guess mm. yeah but yeah nothing bad come from them coming anyway I don't think
0: no no I don't think so um let's go over to do you have any marketplace morons uh no I think I can play the jingle but I can't obviously bring up the graphic let me see I've, this has never been tried before, so... No, nah, look at that. Gone? Yeah. It's like Road Connect has totally done a factory reset, so I don't have any of my things. That's okay. That's okay. I'll <laughs> just go with This is live, people. This is the problem with live shit. Feels like I'm watching Monkey Magic. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um... Liam, how can we add to our original order? Um, if you had have emailed, I could have. Um, I could have added to your order, but yours has been sent today. If I had known that you're in Busseldom for the weekend, then we probably could have organized for you to get it uh, while you're down here. But it is on the Auspost truck on its way out to the goldfields. So. Um, If you'd like to place another order, you can. Actually, that's another point. If you missed out on the pre-order or if you've got the FOMO and you really wish that you had have got in and bought a shirt, I have updated the website. There is basically any potential profit and let's be honest, we make like $3 a shirt. Mm. (laughs) Any potential profit there was from the pre-order, we pumped straight back into buying more shirts as stock. So we've got a limited number um, across all sizes of the white shirt, the which is the one I'm wearing tonight, um, the picky poison shirt. We've got a restock on the black talk hub shirts. We didn't order any more hoodies because obviously it's going into summer, but we yeah. do still have some hoodies left over. So if you would like, get yourself some merch if you did miss out and you've been regretting it ever since you can go to the website now talkhub.com.au i've updated the website and you can place an order like i said i'm going away you're going away tomorrow i'm going away on saturday um so if you do want it out asap get yeah get your order in soon otherwise you'll be waiting a week until i get home which isn't that big of a deal but (laughs) poor ricky he's been waiting
1: probably what seems like forever <laughs> well it's already a week longer than it should have been because we did the pre-order date out by a week wasn't it yeah
0: yeah i was meant to do that's funny actually i was meant to do a two-week pre-order um that's what we'd agreed we were going to do it was going to be two weeks but then when we
1: filmed the thing and we're like right what's that date going to be and we looked at the calendar and we fucked it up and we turned you it into th- looked at the calendar you right. told me the day and I miraculously remembered it first well, you
0: didn't correct me so I'm saying we oui.
1: <laughs> we have to own everything oui. don't we
0: We. Oui. what are you French we oui. <laughs> um, so yeah struggling with motivation to finish my car because it keeps fighting me through the what the steps none see. of my mates are into cars at the moment and I don't oh, and don't want to help any tips for motivation find yourself not saying get rid of your mates because they're your mates right um but find yourself some mates that are into cars
1: to be fair it's not like any of our mates are really come around very often you know we got a couple but it's yeah. not like we got tons and tons of being shift people work, you know like yeah yeah
0: being shift workers makes it
1: hard so like you know people i guess we got people we could call on if we wanted to but yeah for yeah. the most part it's just you and i uh, yeah i mean you and it like a couple of other people if we need a specific yeah. profession or whatever or I'm sure if we ask a- oh, anyone, yeah, anyone yeah. we ask would come and help yeah. for sure. But I think
0: people probably just leave us to it because they know it's like a it's like a video thing and they probably go, Oh, we're just gonna leave them to it. Like if they were happy to be on video and whatever, they could come and mm. help out. But yeah, like I say, if if we called on some people, I'm sure they would but yeah. We Generally, do it ourselves. If you can find that one person who's semi proficient, and we are not fully proficient by any means, uh, we sort of make it up as we go along sometimes, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm. Basically, the only thing that we don't have to make up on the fly is the welding because, you know, that's kind of your thing. Mm. The rest of it, I don't know. We're, we're obviously building experience now. Obviously, we've been building cars since before we started filming, as well. But you know, there's still there's still a lot of lessons that we need to learn, and we're not going to learn them until it costs us
1: an expensive fuck up. I reckon. What do you reckon? That'll probably be the best lesson, though. Really. Yeah. So we oh, won't
0: that make that mistake again.
1: But yeah, it's um, I think one of the things this day and age is just really hard to, these things here just. They rob mm. so much energy, and I'm one of the worst for it. I'll be the first to admit it. They just rob so much energy. This is where your motivation ends up getting sucked out of your soul. Sometimes you yeah. need to just try your hardest to put it down, even when you know it feels bad because you're not getting that fucking dopamine hit straight away. <laughs> you put it down and just go and just do anything, even if it doesn't even seem like it's going to be productive. Just go and do something. And that's I struggle with that every day. That's yeah. why some of our stuff, all of our stuff takes so long. We've said it before. I think Broomie
0: said it a lot of times and we've got some other mates that sort of live by the same mantra, but an hour a day will build a car.
1: Oh, 100%. If an hour a day, you're there. kicking goals an hour a day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not at that level knowing it. No. Even if it was just Monday to Friday, when you
0: finish work, you go out to the shed for an hour and tinker before dinner – um or whatever if you
1: can do that if you can set that time aside then you will absolutely even write it down write what you need to get done down break it up into smaller goals so you can where you hit that spot if you hit something you don't know what to do or when you've got on your lunch break or whatever and your day's off have a quick look yeah you've got a supercomputer in you know in the palm of your hand you can you can get any information off these
0: and this thing here youtube this is the greatest free learning resource that we have yeah there's so much information there's so many very very knowledgeable people exceptionally skilled tradesmen who are giving away these trade secrets for free on
1: youtube you've just gotta be asking the right questions in the search bar and listening and not be scared to fuck something up that's probably my biggest drama i always want everything to be like perfect you know perfect um and i've just learned over the last few years especially on my own stuff i i don't mind it on my own stuff because i'll I'll quite happily redo it again or whatever i don't care what i think about what i did but i do always care what you know the owner of the car or even you guys sometimes i want to try and always put my best foot forward yeah you know so just yeah try not to um care too much yeah you know you're You'll surprise yourself. I've surprised myself with some of the shit that I've done that I had mm. no idea whatsoever. Like when we did it. the roof on your car. Mm. That was um, that was a learning exercise and that turned out excellent. Yeah, the engine bay as well. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, you've been... I've noticed over the last... Um, say the last few months while we're doing the wagon, you've been a big one for breaking things up into stages and being like, right, this today... I'm going to get this bit done. Mm. And when you set that goal, it's easy to achieve it. Like, if, And if you manifest it and you work hard, yeah, you can sort of, if you've got good time management skills, which we don't.
1: Well, it's just the, yeah, it's having the goal. Yeah. Because so, at least then, if you've got no goal, you've got well then you've got nowhere. And that's what I'm still struggling with in a, in a total build concept. Yeah. Because it's not easy. Not everyone can do it.
0: No uh broomy says bathurst next weekend who channels their inner bogan for that one day a year and settles in for an entire sunday of v8 supercars is that something you used to nah. do no 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 i used to when i had um that commercial shed I've yeah had a tv up there but i had that tv set up on the wall there and i'd sort of go down there i was building brad's car at the time i think or maybe i'd started caden's wagon this is like six seven years ago um You know, I'd have barbecue and I'd have the race on and we'd just be swinging spanners down there. Yeah. And that was, like, good because it was in, you know, an industrial area so you could make noise and do whatever and no one gave a shit, um, which was good. I haven't of late. I haven't really I think it's probably just the
1: nature of uh, supercars in general, really. I think they're, I don't know, I think they're not getting better. They're probably getting worse, I think, as far as just the whole sport in general i think someone
0: said to me the other day i think the guys that own the bend are trying to buy the v8 supercars or the it's not v8 supercars anymore the supercars franchise yeah okay i hope they don't take away the Clipsal 500 <coughs> you know like that adelaide street race yeah yeah that'd be a that'd be a shame to lose it. it'd it be awesome to have it at the bend obviously but to lose the street yeah well race like yeah that? you don't
1: have to lose one to get no. another do you no that's right but, but yeah, um, I guess it does have a good rivalry. It's just not the same as what it used to be. Yeah,
0: I don't know if there's any truth to that or whatever, but yeah, that's yeah. just uh, a little rumor I heard. Yeah. Uh, let's go further down. Diesel night at the band. Keen to see some coal rolling. Hell yeah, that would be cool. A um, couple of guys with some advice for Tim there. Watch some project car videos, listen to some good vibe music, and go for it. That's yeah. some good. One of
1: my favorite things good advice to there, do. Go- in the world i reckon like just my happy place is when no one else is around when i can just go into the sheds so this is is like out and the kids are at school or something and I've, it's just me and i don't really have any i don't have any pressure to do anything on anyone else's car or even my car i can just go in and just turn my music on and just just tinker around and just you know do whatever whatever i just feel like doing yeah of How world, much bit of world, no, It's just, uh, that is, yeah, that's my, that's my thing.
0: How much more do we get achieved on, so like obviously when there's some long welding out stuff or, you know, the fabrication's are getting a bit drawn out. There's only so many times you can film you cutting something and sticking it together, yeah, right? Yeah. I get a few of those shots for the video and then after that, because you can't have music on when you're filming because YouTube gets shits on, but then we put the camera away. I start editing or whatever on the laptop while you start um, welding or, you know, doing further fabrication. We put the music on. How much more productive do we see when we do that?
1: Yeah. yeah, It's, it's a good. thing. 100%. It is a thing. Yeah. You
0: get a far better workflow, I
1: reckon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it brings the vibe up a bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's the go with the VR next? We've just been talking about
1: this. Yeah. I, get, I honestly get embarrassed <laughs> talking about it. I had a friend come visit me. My mate Ben come and visit me today. I haven't seen him for since motivation. And yeah, even telling him like I haven't touched it since motivation like at yeah. all. And that's just like, you know, like what you just said before, how do you get motivation, you know? I struggle all the time. I could have I could have had this car. There's th- no real reason why this car shouldn't be out and about. Well, I guess when done. you
0: do get the spare time, you are putting it into say other cars at the moment as well, which mm. does make it hard. But yeah, there has been time where we could have I think we've said it before, it needs a uh, fan shroud. We're
1: going to try a fan shroud. Yeah, yeah to see so if we're going to build a so fan I bela- shroud. I do believe that's going to
0: help. Yep. You're going to finish the exhaust because at the moment it finishes at the diff. Yeah. You're going to run it out the back. Yeah. Uh, we need to make some spaces for the injectors. At the moment, under pressure, it's starting to unmask the
1: O-ring. Yeah, a little it bit. just has a... It's a stupid problem to have. I don't know why I have it. It's no. got the full-length injector in it and it's just... Yeah, the chamfer on the intake manifold just allows the body, of the injector, to move down into the manifold too much, and it unmasks the O-ring. And then if you go the other way, that because that chamfer's so big, you know, the O-ring starts to basically, uh, you know, lose tension in that as well. Yeah.
0: So. And it's not like we've seen any like major fuel leaks.
1: Yeah. Yet, well, the, the thing that stopped it this far is I just a quick fix was just to roll an O-ring, like yeah. a, a three mil sort of, you know, your normal size O-ring rolled it over the injector body so that was just took up a bit of space and now it can't do it but it's not a good fix the the o-rings are already like fairly well perished so it's only going to take one of those to break and fall out yeah and then we've got e85 everywhere it's not a good look
0: so not only that like the reason why it hasn't leaked yet is we also haven't got it under boost once you start getting that fuel pressure rising up i think we're at a much higher danger than what we are now mm. so we'll get those spaces made for your injectors it's
1: probably what two three mil yeah probably three mil um, we'll get that done, and then after it's just little stuff, the little annoying stuff. It's yep. not really much fun to do. No. If I had like <laughs> a new G series, like G45, to put on like all new Plassi clamps and alley bands, I would have like done it all. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this. But when it's just the little shitty annoying jobs with like not much satisfaction, it's they're the ones that are really hard to get done. And that, and you'll notice anyone that's done any sort of project work, you, the the last ten percent is can be do a lot like hard to get oh, through yeah. it and a deadline is probably the best way and for me one of the only ways to actually make it happen because you're just like all right we just got to do it and you just yeah. you just you just get in there so yeah well so, so yeah, i think the very next thing will probably be the exhaust and the shroud they'll be both super yeah. easy jobs i've really i've not wanted to put a shroud on it for so long because i have i don't really like the idea of having the shrouds hard up on the radiator. I've always been a firm believer that you want a shroud sort of, you know, a good 15, 20 mil at least off sort of the core and off the end tank so you've got a bit of bloody room there so you ca- the fan actually can pull through the whole core rather than j- just where the fan is and then... Yeah. So um, that's why, you know, otherwise I would have put a shroud on it when I very first built it, but... If anyone has any insight on that, get in the comments and let us know. Yeah, there, are, there are definitely workarounds, but yeah. I'm trying to do something that is the ease at the easiest and then work my way back to the more expensive yep. you know if i could have back when i first bought this fan i was looking at the brushless ones but they just weren't that readily available it was sort of really hard to find and there wasn't much info on them with controllers and all that sort yep. of jazz so i just went with the normal spell fan which is a big unit it is a big unit mm. so yeah we'll do some more stuff i want to get this all the fab the idea is to get the fab done on the wagon in the next you know month or two month and a half or whatever and then we can sort of maybe ship it out and get it here and we can start doing some of the mechanical stuff here yeah that was the idea and then we can we were going to work on the vy but there might be another project it just keeps changing in the back in the background so
0: yeah so i don't know if you're a recent addition to the channel and you're a little bit confused on the the setting or whatever there is two sheds so this is my shed where we are now um obviously my ute's here and the the sheds are the same size and they both got a hoist this one's behind the camera um but where we're working on the low-cut fuck truck at the moment is at kurt's place and Mm. once the fab's done that'll come here for wiring and mechanical while we get another fabrication project in so yeah yeah there's
1: definitely no shortage (laughs) Of stuff that I can do now, we've yeah. got so many options. Yeah, for it's sure. It's definitely starting to get sort of more people reach out, like people that we either know or semi know. Yep. hey man, do you want to do this? So there's been a few projects that have definitely um, sparked some interest between both of us. We're very, I'm very selective. <laughs> that very doesn't very mean selective. Send us No, no, up. no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. Yeah, if you don't know us, don't. Don't. Chances are. If if it's a
0: project that we're interested in, then we probably already know about its existence and we'll probably not approach you, but we'll no, no, show no. interest at least. Yeah. Um, it's more friend circle stuff. Pretty much. So we don't know if we'll film must, much of the stuff with the VR because it is just that small stuff and it's, you know, it doesn't make for entertaining TV. It'll probably be something that we do in the background. See how we go. But hopefully the next time we see that car, it will be ready for the diner. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've still got a fair bit to work on with that wagon, um, which Cadence in the comments here somewhere. Uh, well, yeah, I'm really
1: happy with how the wagon's come together so far, besides how long it's taken me when just to try and find the time. But when we have actually spent time on it, it's come together pretty good, and I'm really happy with everything that we've done so far. Yeah. Um, I guess there's a couple here. <coughs> when will we see a video on the SLE? And there's a couple other people asking on the video. Very soon. Very soon. Very, very soon. Um, Sooner than what when we uh, we did a live stream, was it last week? Last? Yeah, on Instagram, yeah. When was that? What day was that, Tuesday or one of them days? Yeah, they all blend together. And uh, we said, oh, you know, it might be a couple of months. And then what was it the next day or the day after? What do you know? It's painted. There's some jam getting thrown on and yep. it's looking really, really good. Yeah. It's getting yeah. kind of, you're getting a bit excited, mate. I am. I am getting excited. Um, so, yeah, it's painted. There's
0: only two bits that need painting now is the bonnet and the boot lid. Uh, the doors are done, the engine bay's done, the boot's done, underbody's done, the interior's done, door jams done, blackouts are done, except for the beaver panel. Um, the rear beaver panel needs a blackout done on it, but they're just going to let the paint degas for a couple of weeks first. Simon said, look, I've got 100% confidence I could tape off and spray it now, but when you've come this far, why not just wait? Yeah. Um, which is fair. Yep. So <coughs> the bonnet and the boot lid will get done. Um, and then, so same thing, the whole car is just going to de-gas for a couple of weeks before he then does a wet sand and a buff on it. And then after that, it'll be ready to pick up. Um, super, super close. I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel at long last. It's hard to show you guys, because if I do a video, I want there to be some fairly like visual progress you know what i mean like there's got to be a bit of impact or whatever to, to show you it's really hard to show you hey this thing looks the same as it did before but they have done work on it but it still looks fucked because it's still in primer you know yeah. what i mean like it's hard to do regular updates when there's not that much change it be different if we were doing the work and we could then show the work being done but because i'm paying them and i'm not there filming because i'm working to earn the money to pay them (laughs) 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 um yeah it's you go there and look at the car and i can see things that are done but it's not gonna translate well to tv same thing everything that we put out for you guys is entertainment some of it's educational to a point some of it's handy tips and tricks but For the most part, if we're making a video, there's got to be some kind of value to it, whether it be for knowledge or entertainment. And nine times out of ten, because we don't have a lot of knowledge, it's for entertainment. (laughs) Hopefully that uh, answers your question. Any tips or issues to look out for a recent owner of Mighty Five Leader? Never had one. The clubby is my first. Ayo from Never Late Podcast. He's just uh, picked up a VR clubby. Ooh. Nice little red one.
1: Oh yeah, actually, yeah, I did say that. Yeah. In the bloody uh on the on the gram. Yeah. Um geez, they're pretty they're pretty
0: easy. If if it's stock, yeah. Yeah, if it's stock, they're easy. Um the cooling the stock cooling system's amazing. The only problem is you can't really find anyone to tune it with a stock delta. You don't need to if it's Not got nothing done with it. If you're going to do a bit with it, then maybe contact someone like Ultimate Wiring Conversions and get an LS computer um, conversion for it, and then that'll unlock a whole bunch of possibilities for you. But for the most part, they're pretty bulletproof if you're going to leave it leave it alone. Yeah. What's your plan with it though, AO? If you uh, give us a give us a bit of an idea of what you want to do with it, might be able to help. Uh, Who makes a trigger kit for the Holden Five Liter? Should we tell him? Go on. We've been harassing ReadSpeed about this.
1: You're wearing the shirt.
0: Look at that. Yep. Yeah. I thought,
1: I thought I'd uh, represent our sponsor, Yeah. Speed. That's it. Reedspeed.com.au. Head over there. Well Get done. yourself some ability goodness. Well done.
0: Yeah. Um, we have been talking with Dan about doing a trigger kit for the Holden 5 litre. At the moment, people just make the small block chev kit work. Um, you can get the MSD small block chev kit yep. and just, you know, make your own brackets and whatever. That's how most people are doing it. Or they're using like um, a custom ATI balancer or an Innovator's West balancer with the flying magnets built in. That's another way of doing it. Um, you still need the bracketry
1: though, don't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But there's no one that does a bolt on trigger kit for a Holden five liter. Yep. So that is something that we're looking at doing. I did also ask about doing the um, external oil pump and that but savvy motorsport do do a kit and it is a good kit yeah i think to his credit i think it's one of those things where he's like look they already do it and they do it well so (laughs) i'm just gonna let them have it
1: yeah well it doesn't make sense to try and crack into it like the holding stuff's already a pretty slim market as it is yeah Yeah. and that's probably why no one's developed a crank trigger kit because uh, let's be honest a lot of guys are too scared to put Aftermarket EFI on these motors, it's just like yeah. a lot of the time it's not a done thing. It's you know, they just want to muck around with the old Delco or whatever, or do the chips or yeah. So, I have no doubt if someone made a plug and play harness for a whatever, pick your brand, FuelTech, yeah. Haltech, friggin' Holly, whatever. If you could make something that just clicked in, you you would um get a lot of people buying them. Because a yep. lot of people are like me, they're scared of wires and spaghetti and stuff. So. <laughs> It's, um, yeah, I get it.
0: But that's something that we, we do want to do with Reed Speed. <clears throat> Obviously, we've done the, the RS1 kit on the, the wagon and you've got the six-rib alternator kit on your car. But when, um, I guess, we sparked this partnership together, what we really want to do is help develop some other niche products because there aren't that And many, then promote them, yeah. Yeah, there aren't that many hardcore five-litre guys around. Um, So, if we see something that we think would be of benefit to the market and it's not available and we can work with him to do it, then that's something that we want to do. Yeah. Help support him because he's been a big supporter of ours. So What else have we got here? Uh, Oh, there you go. Ricky said, yeah, you are correct. The Shahins, Shahins are looking to buy supercars. So, they're the guys that own the band.
1: Yeah, okay. Interesting. You know it would be cool? Because uh, I don't really follow the supercars at all. Yeah. Um, but when Shane Van Gisbergen went and did the NASCAR dealio. Yeah. And he did really well. I just found myself watching a few bits and pieces, a lot of content on YouTube with that. And someone brought it up and I can't remember who did now, but it would make sense to, because NASCAR have changed their platform as well. Yeah. It'd make sense if you did have that series, if you brought... Imagine if you basically changed to... Because it's a si- similar platform to what we have here. Okay. Imagine if you made it identical and now all of a sudden... Oh, hello, dog. All of a sudden you can sort of bring NASCAR and supercars. You can sort of do some sort of more international type of stuff because they're racing the same sort of cars, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, NASCAR do had, Well, they, I don't know if they still do it, but they had that series where they ran like circuit stuff. That was one that I think it was Mark Sambrose went over Yeah, they s-
1: that's what they do. They yeah. they have circuit tracks during their season, I believe. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it would be good for developers as well to... Well, you know, like the young racers to develop to sort of transition into NASCAR as well because, you know, V8s are only so big. Yeah. NASCAR is, you know, it's a lot bigger, obviously mainly in America. So if you had a platform that was the same as NASCAR, it's a, it'd be a good building block also to get more you know, SVG-type characters to transition into NASCAR, you
0: know. Uh, Broomie says, Haltech make the GM Sport ECU that's plug-and-play in place of the factory Delco. Yeah. You are correct. However, I believe AOS is an auto and 4L60E does not work with the GM Sport ECU. You need a trans controller. Mm. Um, I think you
1: kind of screwed really with some of the, like yeah. when you want to retain some of the factory wiring. I and think. Stuff like that.
0: I think an Elite 2500
1: will do trans control now.
0: Don't quote me on it, but I think that software is available because I think. Is anyone even
1: uh, buying those anymore? Everyone's just buying R3s Nexus. and R5s now. Yeah, Nexus. So,
0: yeah, so that, the GM Sport, yeah. That That's is a plug
1: in, isn't it? That it just plugs into the factory. Sure car, does. Like you yeah. use all the standard five lead harness and you just basically it plug in. it in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were almost going to do that with the VH Wagon, but now we've gone with a um, Holly Terminator X. Yep. And that's, that was easy. We, could, we had all the options because it's a manual. <coughs> we didn't have to worry about trans control. Yep.
1: But yeah, we chose that because we wanted Jeff Johnson to do the tuning for us if at all possible. So. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's right. We've, we'd spoken to him before. And not
1: to mention <coughs> that that particular product that we bought is pretty well priced and it's feature rich. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. Some
0: people do hate on the holy stuff and, you know, love the... I Haltech like, I like and the and product.
1: I think the product's good. I just wish it was made in America, but then it wouldn't <laughs> be what it costs, you know. That, right. When that came out, that, that kit was $1,000 US. When it, uh, f- when it first came out, $1,000 US. Yeah. $999, I think it was. Yeah. It was, it was just made no sense to do, a, to do a LS computer conversion at all. And obviously, they've come up a little bit now. I missed a prime opportunity. Liam's just called me out.
0: He said, give us a crisp mic crack, and I didn't.
1: <gasps>
0: that means I'm going How to finish this you. and have another one. Yeah. Um, Jeez, I
1: might have to nearly have one.
0: Well, the, the fridge is over there, mate.
1: Just don't kick the The reason I like doing it is I've got this stupid cough, and I don't want to be coughing all night. And sometimes I can get like that on the res. On the res. On the res, so yeah. On the res. Um, Hey, boys. Well, this is a
0: long one. Hey boys Told you a few months back That I had a Calais Series 2 5 litre What do you think I should do Supercharge mine As a daily And what cost Do you think I need to spend Love the show boys Cheers Ben I love me uh,
1: A VS Series 2 Calais
0: Oh my god My dog <coughs> Just let me send My wife a message to Say come get this dog Can I pet that dog <laughs> Can I pet that dog hey. Um, Come get this dog Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Stepping on cords and shit. <laughs> um, fuck me. <laughs>
2: we'll Look be right you. back. <laughs> Look at. And we're
0: back. Are we? Yeah, we're back. All right. What? Well, where were you? <laughs> I can't read out. any of that. Hey. Dog was going berserk, tripping all over cords and shit. Fucking hell. You can't deny that this is life. Bad cue, I can still see us. Yeah, you can still see us. Um, but you just can't hear us swearing at the dog. <laughs> that was the whole idea for the pause green. I hope you like the elevator music too, by the way. Elevator music was... Uh, Just a last-minute add-in. I figured if we need to do a wee or get an extra drink or something, we could just do a quick uh, pause screen.
1: Right,
0: Back to the question, Jeff. Right, back to the question. Series 2 Calais 5 litre, should we supercharge the daily? What cost do you think I need to spend? Right, I am a big advocate for that Harrop 2300 kit. Mm -hmm. For simplicity of being able to bolt it on, go get a tune and just go that's essentially what this car behind me is this you it's got a very archaic version of that got the Eaton M112 blower kit bolted on with the stock bottom end go get it tuned whatever and bang you're on yeah I think it's a very good way of going about it how much is it going to cost that's going to depend on your um, availability or you know your availability your ability as well. What tools you got, what time you got. Um, you can buy the kit for, what, 10 grand? Non-intercooled?
1: Yeah, something like that. I think you're
0: probably looking at 15 grand for the intercooler kit. Yeah. Or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, with a bit of shipping and whatnot.
1: But, yeah, it, the, the kit would be... What is the kit? It doesn't come with no injectors or anything, does it? Um, I think you might I think it, I add. think
0: at 15 grand you can get it with injectors mm. and the intercooler. I'd say let's say if you bought it and you could fit the blower yourself and then just put a toot it down the road to the tuner um, you are probably into it 20 grand
1: or thereabouts yeah at least really I guess depends what sort of yeah. drive line you've got as well yeah. you know have you
0: already got an exhaust you know like a free-flowing exhaust are you gonna have um, someone make you an intake pipe or are you going to be able to build that yourself like there's a
1: couple of there's a couple of caveats yeah. to it. The main things: transmission, fuel system, diff. They're all things that need doing at certain times. Mm. Like once you start making any real power, yeah, especially if it's automatic. But how
0: much power are we talking? Like this thing at 330 odd rear wheel horsepower. Mm. Say that Harrop 2300 makes 400 wheel. That's got a. Standard LSD with some three point nine to one diff gears in it, mm. twenty eight spline. That's obviously.
1: what I mean though. Like the set, the standard LSD and that will probably be cooked. Like that's not going to that's not going to be happy. They're old. They're already nearly fucked now. You're not going to find any good borgie senders now, really. You probably. can shim them up and stuff, but you know, essentially, you really want to put a true track in it at that point. Really, it's not going to last. I don't think. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but. Yeah, it's... And being a Calais, so it's going to have the 4L60E in it. That's the, that's probably the biggest. Yeah. That's why I just went to a 400 straight away.
0: Yeah. You can make it work. Look, once again, it comes down to your horsepower goals as well. Like if you just, if you're happy to put 10 pounder boost in it and make 400 wheel and that's it. Um, yeah, you could put, you know, like a billet servo and some better clutches in it. And I think those 4L60s, a lot of it's in the tune. I think the tune is really key. Obviously, that inherently weak. I think
1: the tune is a vital part of it, but you need the hard parts as well to go along with it. Like the problem is, you can have the best of everything in it, and then have someone just screw the pooch on the transmission tune, and then you're back to square one. So, yeah, that's an important part of it. That's for sure. Yeah, I find myself wishing I had a like if Haripada had that kit out before I started all on one all yeah. my stuff i probably would have done it it would have been heaps better yeah or not heaps not necessarily heaps better but a lot easier yeah yeah that no, would have been would have been good and i'm starting to see a bit of a trend like the bigger pump the 2650 pump i'm starting to see sort of cars that maybe would have went a turbo ls and now like sort of you know you've got other options so the the Harrop stuff or the Kong 2650 all that stuff yeah. you know I think I watched the video today well not I think I did watch the video today with the Kong 2650 set up on I think it was a GDS or a club sport or something VE, yeah. VF made, makes a thousand horsepower you know just you, we weren't doing that before with sort of under the bonnet style blowers no you were usually sort of up around the you know high 7, 800 sort of horsepower region was sort of where you would usually land so yeah it's good to have something that can now make, you know, in the 1,100 plus to the tyre range. Yeah. In a blower package.
0: So. I think they, um, I don't know if it was for an LT4 or something, I think they did like a 3-litre rotor pack in that case. Yeah. In a 2650 case, maybe? Not sure. That'd be pretty sick. Someone's belting on the love heart button down there. How cool. I can see all these things. Uh, yes sir didn't hear it we'll be back <laughs> what events are you going to next
1: none <laughs> my shed <laughs> yeah. i got so much friggin work to do dude. Um, are we locking well I'm locking in for motivation you'll I'll, be there I'll be there 100% will your car be there oh actually I say I'll be there 100% my word on that could do possibly so
0: I hope to be there. Yep. I'll be there, Mix locked in. Um, I wouldn't mind getting a few other dudes that we know to come in. And Steve Fiorenza's going. He's got the an 1,100 horsepower VP Commodore
1: um, Turbo LS deal. should check in with Ash, see if he's coming again.
0: Yep. I'm trying to talk Toby into bringing his um, BF XR8. It's got a blower and stuff on it. That's pretty cool. Yep. Um, we could check in with Rob and see if he wants to bring the turbo tunner. Um, Maybe Rosie's car will be ready. Yeah, the Super Camry might be done by then. Um, See how we go. If I get my SLE back and I can put it together as a complete roller, like say if I can put the dash and the seats in and put the wheels on and the bumpers and stuff like that, and there'll be no driveline in it bar the diff, Maybe I'd bring that just as a bit of a display piece. Um, I'd talk to the Summonance guys and talk about doing that. But, yeah. We would um, look at doing something like that. We'll and be there. Yeah, We should be there. We'll be there. And we'll be better organised this time. We'll bring, like, merch and stuff. I think we'll... we need to bring heaps of shade. <laughs> yes. Yeah, heaps of shade. We'll better plan our time this this time around as well. Like, we'll set times for and we'll tell people we'll be at camp for these times you can come and have a yarn then because as awesome as it was being um bunkered down at camp talking to people the whole time we did miss a lot of the events and stuff so Mm. it's like if we can i didn't really care about that well your car wasn't driving so Mm. (laughs) but yeah something like that i don't know we'll work it out the elevator music was hilarious good stuff Thoughts on Dave Kindig and Kev Dog coming to Australia. Got my ute selected for their show and shine at the Adelaide 500. I didn't even know about that. Dave Kindig, uh, that's of Kindig Customs fame. Yep. High elite type pro tourer cars. Yep. I haven't watched an episode in I don't even know how long. Probably since I last had Foxtel, which was, I mean, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Six, seven, eight years ago. Or more? I don't know if I've ever watched it. <laughs> that's pretty cool though. They've got some uh, some real nifty parts and stuff. I do like um, his custom door handles. Well, they like push in, they like uh, mount flush. Yeah. Yep. yeah I have seen nice.
1: those. They're the ones where you like push one side and it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: yeah. They look sick. That's cool that you got selected for their show. Yeah, that side. is. That's awesome. That's uh, got a blower. So actually, that brings me back here. Bang. My boy Tristan. When we would be putting an LS1 in that ute behind you?
1: Should we tell him? You want to tell him? You can tell him. I don't (laughs) know what we're telling him. It's not going. It's not going to happen. Not in that one
0: anyway. Yeah. Not in that one. Um, Actually, that reminds me of, he said, drag Zach's car out. That was um, the Celsius that was on our Instagram live stream the other day. Yep. Pretty sick I've got to go back there's a comment on our YouTube that I want to read out to you I don't know if you've seen it or not there's a couple actually so first off Fu Manchu he's in the live stream at the moment I've seen him commenting here and there um, An aspirated stroke five liter can make 400 pretty easy and probably cheaper than a blown build opinions there um. Once easier, again, once again, like yeah, yeah easier. You can Absolutely do it. Absolutely not. Um, the Fair amount of machining and stuff that you'd need to do, easier? No. You can bolt or blow a blower kit on in an afternoon. That's easy. Building an engine, not easy. But you can
1: also buy. You could also buy a, a, a crate a, engine, a built motor, like ready a Pavtech to go. Yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but how much of those it these depends
1: it, uh, yeah I think the number the number of sort of or, you know the horsepower number is irrelevant it's kind of what you want yeah. out of it as well because each different type of uh, power adder or you know atmo or whatever they've all got their different attributes it depends what you want
0: yeah um, he said perfect I think that's
1: a while go. cheers boys have you been to Summonats yeah you've been yeah I went to Summonants 30 yeah it was pretty good I have not been. Um,
0: I'd like to go at some point, but it's a hard one for us because motivation is more or less straight after, yeah. pretty much. So motivation is local to us. We can drive an hour and a half down the road and do that one um, and we can take our cars and all that sort of stuff. If we're doing summonats, we'd have to fly over accommodation and all that sort of stuff. It's very It becomes cost prohibitive. Mm. Um, and it's the time off work as well instead of being just a couple of days over the weekend. Now it's like a couple of days either side as well. Yeah. So um,
1: It's definitely worth doing though.
0: Oh, I'd love to do it and we will do it. Yeah. Like we When will, I did it
1: last time, I, did it, I only went for sort of the day. I was yeah. visiting family over there and I sort of went with my uncle and we just sort of went for the day whereas I think you've got to make a weekend of it. You've yeah. got to sort of go there, make a weekend of it with it with your crew or whatever, take a few boys and yeah, just have a good boys sort of weekend yeah. of it, I reckon.
0: Mark my words, Talk Hub will go to Summonats. It's not going to be this year. I don't know if it'll be the year after, but we will go and you'll see our coverage of it. Um, you know, we're good friends with the media guys that do the Summonats um, stuff and and they want us there as well. So we're just. We just got to work something out. One mm. year, we'll get our ducks in a row and we'll go. It'll be amazing. It'd be awesome because there'd be so many people there. Like, it'd be really good for us to touch base with all the people on the East Coast as well. Yeah. Um, back to what I was reading before Fu Manchu. I've got a question for the podcast. Is it legit that a Group A intake will go for 15K plus now? I've seen 20K mentioned in discussions as well. Surely not. Yep. S- i've seen them advertise north of 20 grand
1: yeah what they Is sell for you don't always necessarily know but we know for a fact that they've sold for 15, 15 i think he could have sold, sold 15, that at
0: 15 grand
1: 10 five, times 10 times, times, times over i think yeah. he could have done it 10 he had but that was that was also a while ago as well when yeah. you couldn't you just couldn't get hold of anything everyone was buying everything they could because there was that much money getting thrown around government was just giving it out yeah 15
0: grand in 2023 would be
1: considered cheap for a group a intake maybe um maybe but yeah that is a thing yeah i've definitely considered selling selling mine and selling the turbo setup to fund a blower a blower like a blown yeah and then you know finish my motor off as well but we've come too far now and i'll never get another one so no no and it's unique as well like you, you see quite a lot of you, you know, those Harrod blowers. You're going to see quite a lot of them because they're so good. Yeah. You're not going to see anyone stupid enough to do what I've done with mine. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, and there was another question on the YouTube uh, community page. Potty question. This is from Kurt Bryce. I think he's in the comments as well. Show yourself, Kurt Bryce.
1: I did see. I did see him there.
0: I'm pretty sure. Do I recall you guys discussing that Jeff has a few old five letters hanging around? You can probably see, oh, they're just over here. They're just off camera. I've got a couple. Um, a few old five litres hanging around. What about an old cheap Gemini of any year and slot one into Jeff's <coughs> or slot one of Jeff's old five letters into it for a drag or burnout rig? Done on the cheap or as cheap as can be. Maybe shout out for anyone. Who has anything they can donate, maybe a paddock basher or a bush wreck? Thanks. It's like he's in our head. <laughs> it's kind of freaky weird. Because this week and the week before, we've been looking around. I came across a Gemini panel van which had the whole arse end cut out of it, no engine, it had like a dash. Um, he had like a four-link kit that was just sitting in the box, like just four-link brackets and a shortened AU diff. Um, none of this was in the car. I think the back of the car was held up by an engine crane in the photos, but it was a green TD, I think, Gemini panel van. Um, and that got us excited, didn't it? Mm, yeah, Because we thought exactly that. Let's grab a five-litre, bang that in there. We've got a spare turbo 350 or there was at the time a cheap turbo 400 on marketplace put that on you know like the gears started turning yeah hard we didn't have enough money to buy it at the time and we've got no
1: no room the room is a killer at the moment we don't have any
0: room to store it while we're getting through some of these other projects so it kind of just sat in the save list on marketplace but the whole gemini wagon thing Mm -hmm. with a five liter just as a party car because that was the other thing shout out to um andrew from classic lacquer in the last podcast asked about if we'd build a skid car same thing got the gears turning yeah definitely like okay like what have we got on hand we've got a harrap intake we've got an engine we've got a solid roller cam yeah that's sitting there doing nothing you know we've got a few bits and pieces we've got one of those LS ECUs with a conversion harness. Maybe, you know, like it really got us thinking. Obviously, we'd still need a lot of money and a lot of parts to finish it. um, But the whole part or the whole theory of it being a party car is that it's not going to have a finished interior. It's not going to have all the mod cons. It's going to have the bare basics. And being that this was a panel van, it had a lot of real estate for signage. Um, it'd just be a good
1: thumbnail type car, you know? Mm. Yeah, a good base. Because I've always wanted to go to something a little smaller, slightly smaller, you know. The LC, Tirana, LC, LJ stuff's kind of a little bit out of reach for, for what we're doing just because of the sort of the dollars that they fetch. So that's, I mean, uh, Gemini is kind of a good consolation.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, um, yeah, I don't know. It got the gears sort of turning because the other one that we thought of in the past was like a VY one-tonner because it's like got that full chassis and the solid rear end as opposed to the VY that we've got, which is, you know, a monocoque body with an IRS. We thought maybe we could do like a one-tonner. Same thing, put like a a VZ or a WK front end on it and put a dirty five-liter in it, you know, something that it's not meant to have. But um, I don't know. We've got lots of dreams and (laughs) just trying to get through what we got. Yeah, no money to pay for it, so it's it's just a thing. I'm just gonna bring up. We've got a couple of um. We've got a couple of voice messages as well. Big guy down under says, "I love me a party car. Build a convertible VP with blown five liter covered in grass for gnats." I remember that one. Yeah, the fake grass. Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. <laughs> Liam Blackley, yes, yes, yes. Do it if you don't. If you do, I'll donate my gauge setup I bought out of
1: Bagham. Oh, I remember that. That was the pink one, wasn't it? It, it was, was the yeah. pink one. That was pretty cool. That thing.
3: It was. Hey, fellas, just listening to your podcast at the moment talk about building a burnout car. What about other forms of motorsport? Would you ever get into roll racing or um, time attack? Like, I know you boys are from down south in WA, so, like, Collie has a sick track. Um, Yeah, would you ever get into any other forms of motorsport? Cheers. Would we get in? Yeah. Money, no object.
0: Space, no object. I'd do all of it. Yeah. I'd do... Drag racing, I'd do tarmac rally, I'd do drifting, I'd do um, circuit stuff. Why not? You know, like I'd do all of it. I'd do as much of it as I could. Yeah, drifting would be good to do. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Burnouts, burnouts. I'd do burnouts. I'd do. You know, if you could have a car for everything, you
1: would. Yeah. So what would your next, what would your next best motorsport be then? If it's not sort of drag racing.
0: If it's not a street like what, car?
1: What would be Yeah, what would be the next one you would go, like the most likely candidate for the next?
0: I used to think it would be drifting, but I think it would probably, because of drifting is quite cost prohibitive for tyres and just wear and tear, it would probably be um, like a limited speed circuit type car or um, maybe like a tarmac rally. What about you? Because you know like how we have the Southwest Sprint um, down south in Bunbury, they've got it in the Halifax industrial area, that kind of like tarmac rally stuff. I think that'd be good fun. Yeah, no, I'd probably rather do drifting, I think. I'd rather do drifting. Well, I don't know if I'd rather. Yeah, I probably would. I probably would rather do drifting, but once again, very cost prohibitive. Yeah,
1: I think roll racing is probably one of the, not easier, but probably one of the most likely ones to do can't say anything's easy because it's all hard no um
0: what about you guys if you guys obviously following us most of you are probably um drag race enthusiasts but what would you do if you weren't doing that what would be your next choice um all right thanks for that jamie we got another uh voicemail
3: hey boys um long-time listener, first-time caller, like everyone else says. Um, just wanted to have your guidance and also your wisdom on future choices I may make with buying a car. I've currently got an R31 Skyline, but looking to get something a bit more classic and um, Aussie, although it is an Aussie car. Um, but I just wanted to hear your opinion on, I've got currently a work car, a company vehicle, getting good money um, at 18 years of age. And just wanted to think of your opinion and what you guys would, Think I wanna the dream would be a H-Series H Holding Kingswood, along those lines. But as you know, they're 20, 20K, upwards of 25K, 30K. Um, parents think it's not the best idea, thinking I've got a company car and I may only cruise it, you know, 20, to 30 times a year kind of thing. Is it worth buying a H-Series car to only drive it 30 times a week, especially at my age of 18? Or do I settle something less and get something like a VK Commodore that I still enjoy and still like, but it's probably around the 19, 20K area? Um, just wanted to hear your thoughts. Love the potty. Um, I don't know. Let me let me know your thoughts. But um Interesting.
0: Two schools of thought there, I guess. Um, first of all, 30 times a year, that's getting a lot of use out of, occasional weekend a car if you're driving it 30 times a year um i mean yeah the H- hq sort of stuff that's that's nice but they like say it is pricey if you've got the 31 and you like it why not spend the money on that you know like if you don't like it, if if you if your idea is you want to move on to something else then that's fair enough but if you're looking to spend the money like you've got to purchase a car right so the 31 isn't going to be worth a hell of a lot on the market you got to buy a hq or a vk whatever let's say for round figures hypothetically you're in 20 grand just to purchase the car then you got to spend however much to do it up imagine if you spent that 30 forty thousand on the 31
1: it's not his dream car though <clears throat> it's not his dream car no. i think what the real question is, is so you've got a work car and so pretty much he's saying what his dream car is is not something that if the work car disappears you tell your boss to get fucked you stick his job up his ass you don't have a work you don't have that reliable daily type work car anymore so then all of a sudden you're stuck with a h series kingswood to to sort of get around we've
0: just got to be in a position then where you've got that back where you can buy, and it doesn't, you know, you just buy a fucking VY exec, mm. you know, costs you five grand, let's yeah. say. Because otherwise, sure.
1: yeah, you just go for what, you go for whatever you like, really. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I say go for <clears throat> it.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. But then I guess, so the other question is, does he go for the the HQJX, whatever, whatever, or yeah. if he goes a VHVK, only he can answer that really yeah same so Uh, i I I guess i guess the same thing of
1: those two cars are the same to me
0: yeah so i guess the same thing then applies so do you spend 40 grand on a nice hq or do you spend 25 grand on a reasonably nice vk with 20 grand to spend yeah
1: i think it more comes down to how drivable it is yeah that really seems like the only question to me because if that work car was his car, well then you'd just buy what you wanted, wouldn't you? Yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about. No. It. So if it was like a H series versus say like a say a more later model like a second or third generation Commodore, and you liked those, you would probably go that way because you could still mm. get around in it, and it's going to be reliable and stuff like that.
0: Or you just buy any of them and you put a six liter LS in it mm. with a cam, and then you can drive wherever. Yeah, you know? it depends on what you're into. Yeah but hmm.
1: yeah that's more of a personal preference question isn't it it's
0: hard for us to answer yeah because we don't know
1: yeah. particularly your position i say go i say go for what you really want because you know deep down if you get something that's sort of you're only half okay with you you get bored with it and you'll i've done it numerous yeah. times in a row myself that car's one of them yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah you know in the end it, they're all just distractions because i didn't want to work on my car that my vr that i've got so yeah in the and you know that was the car that was never going anywhere so in the end you you might as well just bite the bullet do
0: what the heart tells you stay true to your path stay true to your path that's what i say uh just going back through caden he'd be frothing a gemini panel van hell yeah yeah we would too it's not on marketplace anymore but It has been advertised multiple times, I've noticed. So I don't know if it's actually sold or if the guy just gets sick of dealing with fuckwits. Mm. So if we sell a whole bunch of shirts... (laughs) But if we get to a point where we finish the wagon, we clear up a bit of space and we've got a bit of money in the bank, I'm just going to send that dude a message and be like, hey, have you still got it? If he does, then we can talk turkey because it wasn't super expensive. No. You know, like it was...
1: It was probably pretty rough in real life. Oh, yeah, but that's
0: perfect. Like for what we were going to do with it as a party car, cut... It already had the whole rear end cut out of it. We're going to tub it anyway. Mm. You know, like it's... If it's rough, that's perfect because we can do a little bit of body work and a bit of bog and slap some paint on it and make it close enough. Looks good in a photo sort of thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's... That would be the reason why, if it hasn't sold, that would be the reason why it hasn't sold is because it's a bit rougher than people think. But honestly, that plays right into our hands, <laughs> I reckon. Um, Messiah Moon. Messiah Moon. I'd love to turn my daily Visa SSU into a drift car. Probably wouldn't be a bad option. I've seen them drift. They're not bad. Caden says Tarmac Rally drag racing and drifting would be his order interesting drag racing isn't his first so this is what um people get spun out so if you don't know caden owns the vh wagon the rear mount turbo project that we're doing at the, at the moment everyone's yeah i don't think people get that this is not a drag car that's why was, oh the turbo is too small and the too much lag and this and that and everything else it's a streetcar, and if Tarmac Rally is his first preference, well, that probably speaks volumes for what we're doing, mm. I reckon. Uh, Liam says he'd love to go drifting. His little, little brother goes to driftability every year, and it's an awesome shout-out to the Misfit Lads. They take him every year. Set Legends. That's awesome. Yeah, man. that is awesome. They do a similar thing at Collie Motorplex every every year they um have one of the ndis approved um i don't know what, what would they be called it's a company with, yeah people that help out people with disabilities and they bring um, oh, yeah. a lot of them up to yep. the track and then you get a whole <laughs> bunch of people that just volunteer their car for the day they just roll up there and they just do hot laps which is great for them yeah speed limited though they do tell them like 100 k's is your max Yep. and then they put um all these underprivileged people in the cars put a helmet on them and they have fat time i reckon that'd be an awesome. everybody event. wins that'd be an awesome event to do if you were free on that day and you could do it it'd be so much fun Rangry skid motorsport the later h series like says, you can still get for a decent price like low 20s with a six sometimes a v8 but with a lot of rust that's the problem a lot of rust yep and that's We're what I, I reckon that day, Gemini though.
1: would have been like. I reckon it would have been hella rusty. What one? The Gemini. Yeah. I reckon, yeah. What about that H Series I sent oh, you yeah, know, the with big the block 454?
0: One. Ooh, 25 grand. Not registered or yeah. anything, but whatever. Yeah, I
1: do love me a H Series, especially a
0: U. I was talking to my boy, uh, Darren, yesterday, and he sent me that um, Big Block H Series as well. I'd already seen it, but I said to him, hey, i got a stock 308. I've got the Tri-matic to Turbo Pattern Adapter. We can just pull the big block out, put the 308 in. He knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who can sign some forms. And then we just bring it back home and put the big block in it.
1: Oh, was it unregistered, was it? Yeah. I thought it was ready to go, yeah.
0: No, it was it was fully complete, and but unregistered. Yeah, okay. It was like, put the stock 308 in it, get it regoed, bring it home, put the big block in. That'd be sick. That would be sick. That would be sick. We got one more... Um, voicemail here.
3: Hey, happy anniversary mates. <laughs> one year of your freaking podcast. What a legend. What a legend you are guys that's been w- more than one year that I following you and I'm fucking happy that <laughs> now we're going to celebrate one years of talker media podcast that's unbelievable. Well done mates congrats. Keep going, keep doing, and just cheers to you, all of you guys. Cheers.
0: Thanking you.
1: How good is Alex? Absolutely. He's a legend.
0: He is committed to the cause. He's our uh, resident Netherlands correspondent. Um, Always been super supportive of all of our podcasts and our videos as well. Thank you, mate. Appreciate you. Awesome.
1: Awesome, guy. Thanks for the support, dude.
0: Remember when we? I think it was our first ever Instagram live stream, and he jumped on and he was showing us around like that skyline and the train in the background and shit. It was freezing cold. Yeah, (laughs) that was was pretty cool. That was such an eye opener. Love that. Uh, Psychotic Garage got a question. I know most of your stuff is around Holden's, but is there any want or wish for something Euro or JDM, etc.?
1: I kind of like some of the older. five series bmw kind of stuff Ooh, like
0: like an e30, e30 yeah yeah, or, yeah
1: yeah 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 some of that stuff
0: yeah yeah I well think they had cool. like five liter v8s and shit eh?
1: yeah they had, some of them even had v10s in them i believe i don't know much about them but i just there's uh, there are particular ones that i like some of the longer wheelbase stuff that look sort of the m5 had a five liter yeah V10. it did yeah, yeah yeah and there was one there was one that used to get around here many years ago
0: there was yeah 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 yep. I um, I yeah.
1: definitely do like the look they've when they're done a certain
0: way. There's not a whole bunch of Euro stuff that I'd really like. Um, there's, I mean, there's a couple. Money no object, and you know, for the man that already has everything, sort of thing. I'm probably more drawn to the JDM stuff than the Euro stuff. Um, I'd love to have another MA70 Supra. That's like a a Mark, two, yeah, Mark two. Um for all of you punters i would like one of those um r32 skyline obviously you know goes without saying but um i kind of you know i'm just super familiar with the commodore stuff i'd love to put an rb in like a second gen commodore Mm. that'd be cool i'd love to do an rb30 um you know single turbo just like the Copy and paste, tried and true sort of combination for them and put that in a second-generation Commodore and cruise that around. That'd be awesome. That sort of gives me, the, gives me that JDM flavour that I'm chasing but, you know, with the familiarity
1: that I like. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it definitely would be good to branch out a little bit. Yeah. And as we keep going, you know, who knows how far this will go or whatever, but as more resources become available available to us but that being time and money yeah you know and space and room yeah, yeah. that's where but we're yeah. kind of
0: yeah that's where we're fucked at the moment we've got two i mean we are blessed let's be fucking honest we've got two six by 12 meter sheds mm. with a hoist in each of them um so we do have some room to store some shit but then you get to a point where it becomes counterproductive because we are know at your place when we've got your car in the shed and another car on the hoist that sometimes we're tripping over things and whatever. It's not great for fabrication. I can, and I have, when the XY was here, there was three cars in this shed. So it was the XY, the VH, and my ute. And then we had this area that we're podcasting in that we sort of worked in. Um, but it's not ideal. No. It's not super productive space. Um, yeah, that'd probably be the biggest thing, I reckon, that holds us back is space and time, obviously. Thanks for the voice message, Alex. Appreciate you, bud. You're a legend. And we're honored to have you here. Um, what else have we got here? After going for a cruise in CB Media's E30, I'm a convert. Would love to have one with a later model V8 in it. Thanks, Bag Q. Thanks for the insight there. Doug, just out of curiosity, are the cars you boys building already registered or do you have to get them registered to get them on the road? Keep up the great local content. Thanks, Doug. The cars that we've been building so far have already been registered.
1: Yep. Um, so. Yeah, we definitely wouldn't be doing most of the stuff we've done to most of these cars unless they're already registered.
0: Some of them are engineerable. <laughs> yeah. Um, they could be engineered. Some of you know whether you go down the engineering path could be
1: engineered, Jeff.
0: VY, you, Mm tonner, absolutely, it could. Yep, put a four pound spring in it and some VE cats on E85, that would be engineered. I promise you, Mm. it's been done. Um, the VH wagon could be engineered. I I didn't think
1: you're allowed to do any of that turbo V8 stuff, or have they changed that?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you can Because, I mean, you can get a blower on that register. You can do a turbo as well. But you've got to... If you put some VE or some Euro 6 cats in it, That the emissions thing is the hardest part. Mm. So, that's why... Um, a lot of people do it with the 85 because the emissions is far easier to deal with. And Obviously that, that, that one wouldn't just be
1: that, though, because the thing is they go over the entire car. Yeah, yeah. It gets hard. Like yeah, yeah. And there's the power. You the look way. at how much we've cut out of the chassis on all these ones and Rios and you really start getting down to what we've done to do it. Engineers, they they can be getting picky. Oh, it yeah. Is a, it is a bit of a human aspect there. Yeah, You've yeah. You've got to pick the right guy and, yeah, yeah. you know, this and that, so... And that's the
0: same with anything you do... Like
1: None of none of what we've done would just go over. If with, you with go to cats. two
0: different engineers, you're going to get two completely different yeah, answers. Because they've probably
1: got two interpretations of the same rule.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, all those cars are registered. My Jeff's VH... Jeff's done his the hard way. Yeah, my VH is not registered. Uh, the VY V6 Ute that we have is not registered. Um, the Your VR is the vh wagon is my car is um the vsu that is registered and engineered believe it or not Mm. um so that that one you can do whatever you want with that that's legal (laughs) uh xy red was a registered car so it's a good question though and look i think it's the the elephant in the room with a lot of um, channels you look at Nugget Garage say with the rear mount turbo super and that he gets around on the street with that and everyone's like oh is it legal of course it's fucking not mm. it's got a 1UZ and a rear mount turbo and oiling system in the boot and shit like come on man for fuck's sake but most of the shit that we do in Australia can't be done you know like you've just got to accept that there's always the people that are in the comments that are going like oh yeah but that's not legal who gives a fuck mm. I understand that when you get to like if you go and kill someone being a dickhead you go kill someone then you're in a world of hurt but if you get to that point and that action
1: occurs then the illegal modifications on your car are the least of your fucking worries Mm. that's usually just insurance that's really the main concern for most I think isn't
0: it yeah Uh, UFO found an Opel Commodore here in the Netherlands think he's tempted to buy it and install an Aussie Holden V8 in it Look out, (laughs) could you
1: imagine? If you do that, let me know. I'll sell you one of mine. Isn't um, try five guy, he's is he putting a five later in? He's he's got a um, Uh,
0: no, so I think he blew, yeah, so he's got a VR Ute in the US and that's um, got a Buick V6 in it. He blew that up and I think he put another Buick V6, but it was from like an Oldsmobile, I think it was like a front wheel drive. Buick V6 that he then had to fucks with yeah, to the radio. because, you know, like it's the same engine, but it was different. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, but yeah, Tri 5 guy. I think that's his YouTube channel name too, I, isn't I it? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. And he's got a sweet EH as well. Aussie expat over there in the States. Um, do they have Opal caravans over there? Two door Commodore wagon. Oh, you're asking UFO that? Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, two-door wagon and birdie sorry guys just catching up here what's your thoughts on the 3.8 ecos and the Buick would you build one Mason's Bultitude we've got yep. a 3.8 EcoTech, and we will be building it we'll be putting a turbo on it see that that turbo right there that's going to go in the VYU yep. um, we'll build a turbo kit we've been toying <coughs> with the idea of getting some L67 rods and pistons and Maybe Look, any
1: time we talk about anything, it snowballs in the first seven minutes. It's <laughs> yeah. like, and then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, pump the brakes. We'll back, we'll pump back. the bloody brakes! <laughs> yeah,
0: we're lucky yeah. that we've got the turbo. Um, this was actually one of Caden's old turbos that he's kindly donated to us. I've got a hundred mil um, core inch cooler somewhere back yonder. Um, got that fuel pressure regulator there. Like we've got, oh, we've got all sorts of stuff. We've got some bits and pieces kicking around with you know, a bit of scrap pipe and a few hours of Kurt welding, we will um, we will a- absolutely make that happen. But same thing, we've got to put a fuel pump in it, we've got to get some injectors, we've got to do all kinds of things. But that is the plan with the V6 ute is we will build a turbo kit for it and that will probably be somewhat of a party car unless that Gemini panel van comes up, in which case we'll probably build the ute and sell it to fund the Gemini. But yep. there's, um, you know, there's a whole bunch of plates in the air on that, so... But our thoughts on they're the a great
1: t- platform anyway. Yeah. The only thing I don't well, not the only thing, but the main thing I don't like about them is what how the they sound. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like the sound of them.
0: But I mean, you look at RK Garage, you look at cornfed Boost, you look at um, the Wing and Motorsports guys with that Eco Boost burnout car. Man, you can't deny they fucking work. Yeah, hundred percent. They work well. Yeah. To think that that car um, that Ryan Stockham's got, put that out there. I think it's an L67 bottom end with some ring gap and all that sort of stuff. Punishes the piss out of that thing with that turbo and just and tyres for a couple of minutes straight. Loves it, man. It's good. It's so good, cheap fun. Yeah, they've done an excellent job on it. I'm big fans of theirs. Coppers are on here. Are they? They probably are. But if the coppers are on here, then they're the good ones anyway. (laughs) Sweet as. Um, Have you got anything left that you want to cover there, mate? No, i've got one so. thing that i want to finish up on and it's because <coughs> it's very fresh in my mind and it's also because it's on the chip powered by ReadSpeed. yes gotta give them the shout out absolutely readspeed.com.au proud supporters of the talk hub podcast Mate, I'm surprised you've got nothing that gets you on the chip. You've just come off night shift. Yeah. You are going away with the family tomorrow, surely packing your shit and getting ready to go away. On school holidays,
1: no less. Mm. You've got something that gets you on the Not chip. Not yet. I'll get there though. Tomorrow. Yeah. You'll be halfway down the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just feeling so cooked right now. I can't think of anything.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to get after the ATO. That's a given, isn't it? I want to get up. The biggest gangsters known. Bullshit. So, as many of you know, I work in the rail industry. I've been a train driver for many years um, and then moved into like a middle management position. And obviously, when you get into middle management, they give you your KPI targets and this and that. You know, you've got all these parameters that you've got to meet and um, whatever else. And not to blow my own horn, but I'm pretty fucking good at my job. Right, um, reasonably good. Kicking goals. When you go into your performance review, if you do kick goals and you do perform well, then you might be entitled to a little bonus, which is nice. And I need all the fucking help I can get because I don't know if you know, but I've got a car in the build that's turned out to be exceptionally expensive. Yes. So, going to my meeting. Yep, you get a sweet little bonus, Jeff love that thank you sir ka-ching payday today i check my pay slip and my pay has my fortnightly pay in it plus my short-term incentive aka my bonus and my net pay is less than the total of my short-term incentive so the atos fucking robbed me of not only my base salary for the fortnight, but a little bit of my bonus as well. That's all I get in my hand. What the fuck is with that? Don't they know i got a car to build? That is pretty rude, but we
1: already knew. We know. That is rough. We knew, but it just hurts.
0: It <laughs> does. It does. I'm just going to say it. Taxation is theft. 100% it is. What 100%. 100%. the fuck?
1: 100. Let's
0: go after... Look, I'm... I haven't done the maths here, right? I'm not a fucking accountant. I'm not, you know, a treasurer or whatever. But if we went after the ASX top 50 companies and we held them to account to be paying tax properly because some of these companies no, no, are they,
1: they pay tax they they abide by the rules that they are the problem is the rules aren't made for people that's like right you are. yeah the rules but that's what are I'm made saying. for those guys
0: that's what I'm saying so with some creative accounting and some very generous and strategic donations to cabinet they end up paying basically no tax zero with billions, tax. And, billions, and, billions zero and billions and billions and billions of dollars of profit mm. let's hold them to account make them pay a proper amount of tax Let's up the GST from, and I'm just throwing a figure out there. Let's up I don't it from like ten percent to eighteen percent, and abolish income tax altogether. No, nah, they won't do that. You don't think? No, nah, no way. We would all they, be far get, better you off get doing taxed that. Tax
1: three or four different ways before you even get to do anything with it, anyway. So They've got be, it stitched up real good.
0: Surely that'd be a far better way. I
1: don't want a far better way. They just want as much of our money as they can get. That's fucked. You know that's what it is.
0: So shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, no. It's yeah. pretty rough. i just, it was a little bit deflating. You, mm. you go in to work. And because, like obviously, this has nothing to do with my work. My worker trying to do the right thing. They're trying to recognise that hey, you did well this year, we're gonna give you, you know, an incentive to do the same again next year or maybe better next year. Um, and then the ATO just coming and go, Nah, fuck that. Whoop. Yeah pretty good eh? i'm off it yeah i'm fucking off it yeah I'd that sure got too. me on the chip today yeah.
1: and we'll continue to do so for quite some time
0: we're just hurt especially more because obviously like you get your fortnightly pay anyway and there's always the tax element but you know whatever that is what it is but then when you get your bonus you think like i'm going to get my pay and then i'm going to get my bonus but nah i get like less than my bonus because they've just taxed me the whole fucking lot yeah Bullshit. Yep. And I wonder if they, if, <coughs> see, once again, not an accountant, but I wonder if it'd be different if they gave my fortnightly pay and then they gave the short term incentive on the off week, how much different that'd be. But would they do it? No, because then they'd have to do another process pay run, which mm. probably, I'm sure there's a trend it'd have transaction to make fee. make some or something. difference. Once again...
1: It really should be... It should just be a different tax element altogether or it should be tax-free or something. But Yeah. Once yeah, again, not going
0: after my employer because, like I say, they're trying them. to do the righty. They're trying to, you know, well, incentivize. They have wise. done the righty. They've done yeah. all they can do. But then the ATA had gone, fuck me. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. UFO said, you're lucky in the Netherlands, they remove 41% of any bonus you earn. Well, that's essentially what happened to me too, bud. Yeah. Uh, RK Garage, congrats on one year of live streams. Keep it up. Well, we didn't do one year of live streams. To be fair, we did one year of podcasts. This is the first one that we've done live. But thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, keeps my dude. work livable and something decent to listen to. Decent. We're using that term very loosely, obviously. Yeah,
1: hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent.
0: Thanks for that. Uh, dank says you need a side business. that's a good tax write off. Never paid more than eleven k in tax in the last five years that'd be nice mm. imagine if Torcub hub could be a sweet little side business mm. which is where we should probably You'd go have with to it. make some money first well
1: that's also true which it does not you need to make money so you can spend money to offset your tax
0: yeah yeah but i guess that's the the long game is that we want to you know build some turbo kits that we can jig some catch cans some you know like bits and pieces that suit and we're in a very good position at the moment in that we've got a first gen, a second gen and a third gen Commodore. So we've got the engine bays of all three and we can sort of map out a couple of bits and pieces. If we had the the smarts, if we were smart men and we're cl- clearly not. <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, definitely not. We could have those parts on the website mm. and then people could buy those yeah. and that would sort of be an additional sort of side income for the yeah. tour club business. But yeah, as it stands, like I say, we probably make about three or four dollars on a shirt because we're fierce on quality and we won't sacrifice on it. So that costs money. Um, heads up, next time we order shirts, the prices will go up because we just that means we'll be taking a loss next time. Um, but yeah, that's that's why it is what it
1: is. Yeah, but yeah, then just, we're paying the extra for like just the small things, like for each shirt, it's like you're removing the tag off. You're paying extra to get the screen print put on with the logo and the size and the washing instructions and all that.
0: Yep. Yeah, Which we're happy to do. And we're paying extra for the nicer shirt and we're, you know, we're paying extra because we're getting them screen printed, not vinyl, heat press and, you know, like there's a whole What's the other one? DTG. DTG is another one, yeah. But, you know, and then that $3 a shirt that we make, then we paying for, you know, this live stream software or we're paying for the editing software or we're paying for the website and or we buy these microphones which have been the greatest investment we've made mm. I reckon. Because if I take this foam off, you can take that little uh microphone off and they're the ones that we use in our videos and put them on our collar. So they've been the most versatile piece of equipment we've ever bought. But um yeah. If you think that YouTube's gonna replace your job overnight, I got news for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: If you didn't have a lot of overheads and you could do it full time, you'd probably do pretty well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. And, yeah. and it'd
1: still take a long time, but you'd do all right. Yeah.
0: And we've said it plenty of times before. If we started <coughs> 10 years ago when we were younger, if we sort of, if we either moved into my house or your house, both of us, didn't have a missus and kids, and this was just like our little fuck pad with our shed, and we just came out here and did this in our spare time, it'd probably be a lot different. But we're in a different realm in our life. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. no. Yeah, you can't be doing it just for the money. You'll never make it. <laughs> nah, no, nah, absolutely.
0: We were never doing this for the money. What we wanted to do was just promote um, good quality Australian manufactured parts, as well as you know, like tuners and um, just companies, businesses, events, and things like that, and just really push it out there because we truly believe that some of the stuff that you get in Australia is the best you can buy in the world. There's no question. You look at some of the vendors that we use, Reed Speed, Plasma Man, um, Speed Flow, Turbo, Turbo Smart. Smart. you know, um, Garrett Turbo Chargers, Some of these, have, you know, they're maybe not Australian businesses now. They've probably branched out and they've got most of their manufacturing overseas in say America or whatever. But um, a lot of Mars steel Australian companies and they kick ass. That's, there's no question. You can't deny it. Last couple of comments before we clean it out, mate. Uh, let's have a look. I can help you guys if you need any performance parts like turbos. Thank you, UFO. But we've got we've got the turbos that we need for now and we've got our eyes on some Australian businesses if we do need any more. Uh, a side business needs clear ideas, whatever can make money. Set multiple suppliers and become a brand reseller. That is another thing that we've thought about is that if we could then... Buy, say, Speedflow at a wholesale price and we could then sell it through our website because some of you guys would buy Speedflow anyway but maybe you would prefer to buy Speedflow through us. Mm. You know, like there's like we could buy Speedflow direct from Speedflow at the moment if we wanted to but we choose to buy our Speedflow through Lost Racing Products because they've treated us well in the past. Yep. They're local in Perth, you know. Like and this. They're, they're really good to deal <clears throat> with as well. Yeah, yeah, so that's a bad... That's probably like a bad example because we would still continue to buy our speed flow through Lost Racing. But say for instance, you know, if we became a supplier, you could then buy it through us. These are things that, you know, if we were smart businessmen, we'd do that. But we're not. Uh, You need to tell everyone cash is king. If we don't use it, we will lose it. We're going to be a cashless country in five to 10 years. We need to use it before it's too late.
1: I think it'll be less than that. That's probably It'll a topic less than for that. A you don't want to. Yeah, a different I need podcast. a whole podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> Jeff's like Kurt. Don't start. No, nah, I'm start. all for. Hey, go. No, nah, because you
0: know I'd be standing right there behind you, yeah, pushing no. you along. Yeah, I say all
1: <laughs> sorts of funny stuff like that. I've got. I, did, I brought the wrong hat. I've used yeah, this, this one's not made one. out of tin. Yeah, it's made out of tin foil.
0: Yeah, we should yeah. weld up a little fucking tour cub hat, and then we'll get Chris <laughs> to laser engrave the front of it.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Ca- yeah. yeah, cash won't be a thing soon, whether we like it or not. Unfortunately, You're right, I think I honestly think the whole, the whole, uh, financial system as we know it is going to change quicker than what we think. It's been yep. changing for a while. Um, it won't be long before it's a centralized sort of cryptocurrency
0: or similar. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what we want be, which will be way a lot worse for us. That's that's the way it's going though, unfortunately. Yep.
0: And it, w- and it goes back to the ATO and fuck the ATO but um, they'll be able to track every cent you know once it all becomes centralised and everything's digital and well, everything's they can already tra- track yeah they can they track can most track of everything it. but they'll
1: yeah. be able to withhold Yeah, they'll be able to control you just that little bit more you know I've
0: got mates that um,
1: you know they, they deal a lot in
0: cash they've got a lot of their cash in the bank like most of their cash is in the bank and they're like they've been asked you know how do you do all these deals in cash they're like if I know there's something that I want I get my missus, who works in town, to walk across the road and withdraw a thousand dollars every day out of the ATM.
1: You shouldn't have to do that. You should be able to get whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah,
0: but they do that, and then after you know a bit of time, they got the money that they need. They go buy the thing. But soon, I mean, Macquarie Bank's already announced it. No more cash. <coughs> um, there's a lot of places you can't go to the teller and withdraw cash. It's no. got to be at the ATM. And, and
1: and ATMs are vanishing pretty thick and heavy here.
0: Huh? Yeah. Particularly, I've noticed I've um, been banking with ANZ for a long time and now I'm like... There's like one bank in Bunbury that I can go to. Yeah, I'm seriously questioning it because it's just like, I've got no access to my money now. Yeah. But anyway, like I say, that's for a different
1: podcast. Yeah, we need to start another podcast about that. (laughs) (laughs) That was
0: like Parent Speed. They were originally going to start a podcast for like government. um, Yeah like, government chat and stuff like that, you know, yeah. politics and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. We could do that, but we're we're we probably not it. smart enough to... Yeah, I eloqu- try yeah. We're not eloquent enough
1: to, you know, like... Yeah. I try not to submerse myself too much in it these days. It can be quite depressing, actually. Yeah, You can see the writing on the wall. It's not great. It's not fantastic.
0: No. Something's got to change. Something's yeah. got to change. And yeah. it's it's definitely not good for us car guys because of this whole EV thing because it's all sort of tied in. But once again, when <laughs> I keep sort of putting my yeah. foot in the hole, and like,
2: oh, nah, nah.
0: And nah. <laughs> nah. Cool, cool. All right, guys, if you have any last minute uh, thoughts, please share. Otherwise, we're going to wrap this up in the next five. So, after we get back from our little break there, buddy, we got to build a fuel tank. Mm-hmm. We're building a fuel tank from scratch for the wagon. Um, we're going to put a, like a drop hanger in there with, we're in 460 or 525. Nah,
1: yeah, 460s heaps, yeah. heaps and heaps. Yeah,
0: yeah. Considering it's only gonna run on 98,
1: I wanted like to buy that minutes. hanger. They didn't have any weld rings the other day. Oh, Out of cute. stock. We could. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you need it. Yeah. Oh, I should have bought it ages ago. Yeah.
0: Just like we say for most things. Yeah. Um, Oh, there's a couple more. When's the turbo eco build starting? Yeah, we did talk about that before. It's probably going to be just after the VH build. If we don't get this insert car here, which if that comes in, that'll be more gangster than anything we've ever done. Um, As far as the... What are you
1: talking about? I'm lost.
0: He's asking when we're going to start the turbo eco build. But if this other car... That we're talking about during the week coming. Oh, the other project. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be the parts and the build itself is going to be the most gangster thing we've ever touched. We haven't done a lot of it, but there will be a lot of work that we will need to put into it to finish it. Mm. Um, And that'll be wild, fucking wild. Um, We'd be well and truly. But yeah, we
1: definitely will be getting in touch because you're the man, I reckon. Yeah. Help point us in the right direction. Yeah.
0: We'd love to collaborate with you um reese if you if you're interested um when we do get the turbo eco build starting obviously kurt will get all the fabrication done but we'll probably need some help with um probably like tuning and calibration and stuff like that because we don't know jack about these vy flash ecus so you seem to to get around them a bit so if you could help us out with that we'd be happy to to team up
1: um we need a bloody we need a list of what we need to do to this bloody 4l60 yeah because before you knew it we'd already almost committed to a turbo 400 conversion <laughs> yeah we don't
0: want do that psychotic garage says unfortunately this is a saturated market without a decent name or number behind it makes getting your foot in the door extremely difficult yeah we don't have enough subscribers. We don't have enough views, whatever. And it's not to say that we want or need them either. Like we're very happy doing what we do, but um, yeah, if you do want to push the limits of the boundaries, then you
1: do need a bigger viewer base. Thought sure, yeah, growth has definitely been. What would you would you say steady or? Slow. Uh, I'd
0: say it's definitely slowed off in the last twelve months, but that's our own fault because we've been slower on the content. Mm. Or not only that, but I feel like because we keep doing five liter stuff, we've already captured the five liter audience. Yeah. Um, you know, we captured a turbo LS audience when we did the VY. I was actually surprised at the little amount of growth that we had when we did the XY because I thought that would have gone a lot higher. <coughs> that's, a, that's an epic car and an epic fucking build and it makes a shit ton of power. I thought we would have probably gained a bit more traction with that than we did, particularly when we took it to Red Centre and stuff. But here's what it is. Um, and then like I say, the five-litre stuff, I think we've already got that audience. Mm-hmm. You know, like anyone who's interested in five-litres and interested in what we're doing is already here. Mm. so for us to continue growing we probably need to do something different which yep. we don't want to do something different just yet <laughs> there's other stuff that we want to do obviously but you know yep. at the moment time prohibitive and whatever so i think when we do the vyu we'll probably capture a slightly new audience will probably some of rk garage will be some of you know like cornfed boost the, the yep. people that watch that sort of stuff might come across and, and enjoy some of our content as well um and yeah, like when we do some other different shit, we'll get some different people. But while we keep doing Commodores, yeah,
1: I think that's where we're at, yeah. Which is mainly like just because that's all we've got access to, really. Yeah, and, but that's and sort I'm of what us. we like, yeah, like whatever. Yeah, once we were doing it, like if we ever did this full time, which I would never want to do just YouTube full time, I definitely no. would only want it as sort of a part thing, <coughs> excuse me, but yeah we you know when you've got more time and you're taking it a lot more serious you could you could buy cars and do the stuff to them for the sake of doing it and then move them on it's just we're not not there uh
0: off the subject but 1320 videos recently did an interview with brent from pfi speed and he's now being fined by the government for tuning cars even though it's the u.s it's a good 10 minute watch that's all to do with that rpm act hey yeah and uh, um, I think I
1: did watch that well I watched something like that but it was a little while ago
0: yeah and it's all to do with like emissions and shit hey like yeah yeah, yeah that, that was a good watch actually I think I did see that one or I saw a short from it or something it was a little while ago Pick Your Poison needs to be in black and white as well, the same as the tall Cub logo in gray about to get my first non-black T-shirt. <laughs> we would love to see that in black. The problem is, is that if you start offering everything in a different colour and you want to have some stock of things, then all of a sudden we're holding 120 shirts because you've got it in red, white, blue, black, grey, yeah. whatever.
1: I think it would look fantastic in both those colours as well. Honestly. I think so but too. But we kind of... We sort of early days just made a point of not doing a black or a white yep. shirt, or not a black shirt, especially. Although yep. I think that design lends itself very well
0: to a black. It would, yeah. But <laughs> we did, we made that call straight off the bat. This will not be a black shirt. Yeah. You know, like. Or not this
1: time around, anyway.
0: And we've seen a lot of um, new buyers, but names that I recognize. They've been around since the start, but they haven't bought anything. And I reckon it's just because they don't want a black shirt, which is fair enough, because they do get hot. You know, mm. like, but they do lend themselves well to working in the shed because, as you all saw, we did the coilovers on the VH. I was wearing the grey shirt and it got fucking filthy. Yeah, I did mess. soak it and it, most of it came out. Like, it's all good. And because of the color, it lends itself well because of that grey mile. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you can hide a multitude of sins with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. We made the point, and it does. That Look, we're not going
1: to say Sorry. never because I personally wanted to order a couple of black just for yeah. me. I'm like, I'm getting <laughs> a couple of these in black, but I think we might need to change the screen a slight bit as well. Yeah, so.
0: yeah the print would be slightly different, yeah. so we'd have to get it sort of redesigned, which wouldn't be too bad. Put it this way, it's not going to happen in the immediate future, but if that design... Gets to end of life, we may do it as a re-release in a different colour. Yeah,
1: once we sort of extinguish that stock, yeah. maybe. Or it might go.
0: come in, say, a black hoodie rather than a black tee or something like that. I don't know. We yep. don't even know what we're doing with it, to be honest. We just love it because it's fucking sick. But I like where your head's at anyway. Definitely. RK, yeah. okay, we'd love to collab with us 100%. That's sick. Thank you, dude. Um, UFO says we have a good community. Absolutely, fucking we do. Yeah. We are super grateful for every single one of you guys that watch our videos
1: like comment yeah and even just give us the time like yep. this i say to jeff all the time and it's probably
0: there are some dudes so that yeah there's have no business being here watching us fuck with dribble shit yeah. um you know even on our normal videos and they get around us and they give us support and advice and you know like feedback and want to help what we do yeah,
1: and that's what keeps us going, really, because it's a lot of work, especially on Jeff's end, <laughs> all the editing and stuff like that. Yeah, And like today doing the whole merch thing as well, because yeah, were f- you were flat tack yourself. You know, it's, it's yeah, uh, yeah. I kind of felt bad that I wasn't able to help, but it's so just how should. it works out, you know. So you should. <laughs> you don't. <tall. laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, look at all that effort. A lot, mainly you, but you know, we've put into that whole shirt thing. Monetary wise, there's not much there, but we're still pumped because people want to actually buy a shirt and just wear it. You know, that's something. Anytime. Something that that we've, yeah, we've, you know, we've come up with this design out of our close to the mic, you know, out of the, sorry, out of the, uh, (laughs) you know, out of thin air. And now people are paying their hard earned money to wear it. So that's, that's, you know that's the enjoyment anytime i get to see
0: someone they send us a photo of our, <laughs> our sticker on a car or at you know a venue or shoot, we got a photo the other day of one of those qr code stickers in the macca's drive through from somewhere oh really yeah caden sent us to us oh that's what right I'm, yeah and it's like when you see people that see it they take the photo and they send it to us and then that just fucking makes my day man yeah and whenever i see someone wearing a shirt Even even if they're in the middle of a conversation at dinner or whatever, I'll just walk past them. That's a good looking shirt, man. Yeah, pat on the back and keep walking, Um, because obviously I don't want to interrupt a bloke, you know, having dinner with his family. But I do want to acknowledge the support and uh, like being able to deliver that shirt to Steve Curtis today and shake his hand. Um, You know, he's got he's got some other stuff. He's bought some other shirts before in previous drops. Yeah, he's
1: he's always supporting us pretty solidly. But to be
0: able to you know roll up there, give him his shirt personally and shake his hand i was pumped on that if yep. i could do that for everyone i would if i could just jump on a plane and plane hop and deliver all of your shit personally and thank you in person i'd love to do that but oz post will have to do <laughs> yeah you'll do oz post out of a job and do that yeah to <laughs> myself out of anything i would be bankrupt all right take us home baby
1: rightio thanks for tuning in as always guys um, you know we're talking about all this merch. If you do wanna, if you haven't got yourself something, head to the website uh, talkhub.com.au. We've got all the cool stuff there. Leave us a message for the next podcast if you wanna have another talking point, which I'm sure we're all talked out. Tonight. Actually, that's
0: a point to bring up because people have sent us an inbox going, "Oh, I'm always busy when you need us to give us a voicemail." The voicemails are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you go to talkhub.com.au, there's a red button on the right-hand side of the page and it's open all the time as soon as it comes to your mind you can go to the website bang hit it send us the voice message and it's there for the next podcast it doesn't ever shut 24 hours a day you can send us a voice message whenever you could send us one right now if you sent me one right now i'd play it but we'll
1: probably be finished by then <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah as always thanks for the support thanks for enduring this and us dribble shit for a couple of hours i think it is yeah i hope you enjoyed two this, hours.
0: i hope you enjoyed this special edition live stream podcast um if you are listening later on on spotify or whatever thank you for listening as well
1: that's it thanks guys now i gotta finish i'll oh, figure out how to finish this thing <laughs> <laughs> Well you don't know how to turn it off <laughs> no <Nah. laughs>